0: Time for Lickin on Lending. Welcome everybody. Good to have you with us. Welcome to Lickin' on Lending, a weekly mortgage market update providing up-to-the-minute information on interest rates, loan programs, and hot industry news all related to the mortgage industry. Brought to you by Transformational Mortgage Solutions. To participate in today's program, our guest call-in line is six four six seven one six four nine seven two. Now here's your host of Lickin' on Lending, David Lickin. Let's begin. Welcome, everybody. Good to have you here with us. We are broadcasting live from the Finastra Forum of the Americas. Tell so you about that just a minute here in Austin, Texas. And I'm on my cell phone doing this from my hotel room. We just recorded a session. This event was supposed to be live, but because of the resurgence of COVID, they decided to make it virtual, so this thing is one massive production, it's so impressive, kudos to Finastra for the job they're doing at one of the most massive virtual events that's global, it's
1: pretty amazing when
0: you work with the number one fintech company and the resources they have and how they go about it, but anyway, that's where we're at. And that's why I might sound just a little bit different than normal. This is Monday, January 24th, 2022. So good to have you with us. This podcast is created by mortgage professionals. It is for mortgage professionals, and we're so grateful to have you as our listener. Again, our commitment, as we tell you each and every week, is to bring you timely information in an audio format that you can listen to anytime and anywhere. You have an internet connection, you can listen to us. You got a cell phone, you can listen. You got a computer, however you can. Anyway, we're glad that most of you have internet and you can listen to us. By the way, in our hot topic segment this week, Kathleen Schreiner Gates. We caught up with her. She is the new CEO at Simple Nexus. And I gotta tell you, they were acquired by Encino, a publicly traded company, and a worldwide leader in cloud banking. We're gonna hear about the opportunities. That this acquisition and the other acquisitions that Simple Nexus made, one of which was LBA where Lori Brewer's company. Lori's a good friend, very excited about the products and services she's been creating over the years. Simple Nexus liked it so much that they bought it. And then they no more completed that acquisition, and then Encino came in and bought Simple Nexus. So very exciting to hear all about that. So we're also going to have her on the Licking on Leadership podcast. If you haven't listened to that Licking on Leadership podcast, be sure to go check. Also, we're proud to be part of the Industry Syndicate. Check out IndustrySyndicate.com and all the podcasts that are available and published through the Industry Syndicate. Pleased with our partnership with them. Also thrilled to have the following sponsors with us. The Mortgage Bankers Association of America. Love what they do. Again, I've already talked about Finanstra. Their Fusion Mortgage Bot Solution is a combination of the mortgage bot POS and the Mortgage Bot LOS and they do a great job of creating a path to borrower satisfaction. If you're an institution looking for a new LOS or POS, check out Fusion MortgageBot and Sinatra.com. And we're here again in Austin at this amazingly produced event. Got to be on with Tony Thompson. That was so much fun. Tony and I were on a panel together. I gotta tell you, gotta check out what Namba is doing. But Tony's doing this really amazing. It's fun to get caught up with them and the progress they've made. That organization is ensuring everyone needs to check out what they're doing. So get a hold of Tony Thompson. Also, Lenders One, glad to be partnered with them along with the Mortgage Collaborative. Both of these organizations do a great job of getting lenders and vendors together in a more intimate way, in which you can connect and find out what's going on with your peers. And the vendors they use, I'm really impressed with that. Hey, I got caught up with Rich Zabinski this last week. We're going to be releasing that recording. Rich is a good friend and appreciate him and his leadership at Mortgage Collaborative. They're having some explosive growth as is lenders one, There's a real need for these organizations, but that does not mean you should be a member of the MBA. Neither one of those organizations erase your need to become a member of the MBA. Uh, let's also say a big thank you to Incelerate. Josh Friend over at Incelerate does a great job to help you connect with the borrower, creating an enhanced borrower engagement and experience. Also, KnowledgeCoup, Ken Perry is up at the IMB conference up in Nashville that's going on right now. Saw a picture of he and Kathy Thomas and David Kawada. Just give me a few minutes ago. They're doing well and having fun up at IMB. Also, the Mobility MMI as well as Modex, both of these platforms do a great job helping you connect with your best loan officers that you want to go recruit in the marketplace, also giving you insights of what's going on. Who's buying and selling? Which real estate firms are the best, which ones are hot and which ones are not. But I think every market's hot. But anyway, check out these two firms. They're great. Also, Snapdocks helps lenders overcome obstacles. Adopting e-mortgage technology. Snapbox is now offering e-mortgage quick start program. Check it out. We had uh, Vishal Rana on the podcast on September. Listen to that podcast. Also, Success Kid. I got to tell you, I'm so impressed with what we're getting from Julian Lumpkin and the group there at Success Kid helping you tell your story. If you're a loan officer, if you're a company and you want to get one of your customers to come on and talk about what a great experience. Stay ahead by working with you, get a hold of Julian at Success Kit, I tell you it's really amazing, also Lender Toolkit, very pleased to have them on, and we have several new sponsors coming on, can't wait to talk about it, we're just getting the contract signed, so a list of sponsors continues to grow and we're very grateful, but I'm also so grateful that we have Alice, Alan, Matt, Rob, Les, and now Jack. Contributing to this podcast each and every week. Folks, welcome to the Hot Topic segment of the and Lending Podcast. We've got today as our special guest, Kathleen Schreiner-Gates. Jack and I caught up with her last week. We recorded this. So man, listen to all that she has for us, especially her take on leadership. It is pretty refreshing. So without further ado, let's get into the interview with Kathleen Schreiner-Gates. Folks, I'm excited to have joining us on the microphone today, Kathleen Schreiner Gates. She is the new, relatively new CEO of Simple Nexus, building on the success and vision that the co founders Matt Hansen and Bill Miller had when they founded and brought Simple Nexus to this level. They're going to be continuing on in the company. Kathleen is a very experienced executive, and we're excited to have her joining us today. Kathleen, good to have you here with us. Thanks, David. It's great to be here. As a result of your role at Ellie Mae, a lot of people know who you are. But just in case, there are some that are listening to this interview who have not had the privilege of meeting you. Tell us a little bit about yourself and your background.
2: Yeah, it's funny. I came into the mortgage industry about 10 years ago. So I think a lot of folks think I probably have more tenure in the mortgage space than I do. I do all that adage. Once you come in, you never leave. But my background is really enterprise software, disruptive software solutions that help businesses sort of advanced. So my background in SaaS enterprise software is what was intriguing to Jonathan Corr at Ellie Mae, because Ellie Mae was about to take off like a rocket ship. And many uh, mortgage fintech companies hadn't really scaled that much. It was still a fairly new idea. So I really came in to look at the go-to-market strategies for Ellie Mae and help scale. And it's been an amazing experience in mortgage because I was surprised at the innovation I encountered. I was thinking mortgage was maybe sort of an old industry. I think like many people have this stereotypical view of mortgage. And being someone who always loved innovation and technology for competitive advantage, I love just engaging with independent mortgage bankers, these very sort of entrepreneurial shops, as well as looking at, I think, the vision everyone had to just help people get into homes. I thought it was really rewarding. Yeah. So my background is really technology and software.
0: Well, you hit on a real good point. What has hooked me in this industry when I first got out of college and started in mortgage lending was helping people get into homes and helping underserved people mm-hmm. was one of the most rewarding things i would ever done. But I had a chance to reconnect with you in San Diego at the Simple Nexus reception, and I was being introduced to you by your admired head of marketing, and that's David Bolin. I love David and his brilliance, but. We were standing there, and while we were standing there to meet you, one group after another came up and gave you a hug and told you how much they missed working with you and the leadership. And I want to get just some insights to what it is about your style of management and your leadership that brought so many people that just poured out their heart to you and just so genuinely, authentically expressed their gratitude for having the opportunity to work with you. what What is it that you do and how do you go about it? Well, first, thank you for that. I think that the more leadership experience you get, I think
2: the more you realize how much you don't know. I think it's really about talent management. I firmly believe that I don't have all the answers and that the people I work with have the answers if you can just empower them. So for me, it's really listening and learning from people that are potentially closer to the issues we're trying to resolve and have a point of view and if they feel empowered to bring that to the table and they feel that it's a safe environment to have idea exchange, you get the best because you're tapping into that brain trust. You don't have to have all the answers. So I think that's probably my area of focus. And, And then people feel like they're really making a contribution and the more they contribute, the better they feel. And then they contribute more. And then you end up with this massive wave of talent that you're working with. And it's just,
0: Some of the people that pulled up to you, I know, and they're very successful, but how they honored you because you were leadership. But joining me on the microphone with this interview is Jack Dunnery. Jack, as you listen to leadership and Kathleen talk about this, have anything you want to add?
1: Yes, Kathleen, listening to what you just said, I've always thought it's so important to create an atmosphere where people feel comfortable sharing their ideas or their knowledge. I mean, I agree with you that listening and learning from knowledgeable, qualified people really makes the organization better. But first, to accomplish that, you've got to create an atmosphere where people feel comfortable sharing. And it certainly appears that you were able to do that. Yeah, Yeah, and,
2: and I kind of had no choice, right? Coming into an industry that's new to me, I was full of questions. And initially, folks were a little tentative, right? You come in as a senior leader and it's like, why is she asking all these questions? But the old kind of phrase is, you have one mouth and two ears. You can only say what, but if you're listening, you can learn. So I learned a lot very quickly from a lot of really experienced folks. But I think there's also an element of you can't be afraid to make tough decisions. I think folks do look for someone who's going to take a position and not be afraid, hey, we're, we're going to go in this direction. If we thought about this incorrectly, we're going to regroup because people do want someone who's going to take a point of view and execute so that their ideas actually become something real.
0: That's so So good. I
2: think that's another element of
0: it. Talk about taking an idea and executing. Recently, Simple Nexus was acquired by Encino and a publicly traded company that is worldwide and a leader in cloud banking. Now, when I read that, I was thinking a lot of our listeners are not going to understand what cloud banking is. So, could you explain that, enlighten our listeners that may not be familiar with the term cloud banking?
2: Sure. I think it was a term that was coined years ago. It's really the way the software is delivered, it's delivered via the cloud. So, cloud banking is really just using all the internet capabilities that give you extensibility and scalability and the latest technology tools available. Think of Amazon and think of what we can do with Amazon, but bringing that to the banking world. And there are a lot of legacy banking systems out there. And I think it was time for someone to come in and disrupt. And that's what Encino did. They took advantage of all the cloud tools for technology and applied that into the banking world. really started out with sort of uh, back office, all lending systems, mid back office, and then what we get to do is come in there and and look at that kind of mid back office operational environment that Encino's providing to banks, and look at the front end. We're really known for the technologies to empower people on their mobile devices. So we're sort of we're also cloud native, Simple Nexus is, but we're mobile first. Encino's so cloud native, and, and then the complement of mobile in the cloud is is really what's going to be powerful.
1: Yeah, so good. Looking at the acquisition, what opportunities are created for the mortgage business by the combination of Encino and Simple Nexus? There are a number of
2: really exciting things that, so first off, of course, Encino's banking and credit unions, that's where they're playing, and we know they all have to do mortgage lending. So we bring that sort of mortgage competency right into the base that is Encino's target market, and we bring additional TAM into their opportunity. For the independent mortgage banks, where Encino doesn't really need to provide any solutions because they're singularly focused on mortgage, we hope to tap into some of the technologies Encino's been deploying, things like OCR, optical character recognition, artificial intelligence document recognition, risk profile analysis. There are some other technologies there that can really tap in and help us with the independent mortgage banks. So we have an expanded opportunity to go into the banks and credit unions. We're in there. We just haven't been in there as much as Encino. Encino gets to tap into our ability to bring that front end so their banks and credit unions can dial up their mortgage tech stack by leveraging what we can bring. And so the synergy should be pretty powerful. There's also this idea of the homeownership journey that we've brought to market, and imagine you're a credit union member, and you want to do a mortgage, but you want to sort of maybe extend that into some additional lending capabilities to go out and buy your furniture, and then that's what Encino can bring to the mix.
0: Yeah, their broad vision is pretty exciting, and I'm really excited about what this yeah. does. Kathleen
1: said something at the beginning of the show that tweaked my interest because it aligned with my perceptions of the mortgage industry. And I assume, Kathleen, you were talking about technology. You said it was an old industry, and I couldn't agree with you more. How does Simple Nexus help? an independent mortgage banker, become more efficient, better in this segment by bringing fresh, relevant technology to the table. Because we are, from a technology standpoint, an old industry. I mean, David, we tried back in 2000 to kind of move into a digitized world. And while it worked, it didn't because we reverted right back. Right, And yeah. so how does Simple Nexus really bring fresh and relevant technology into the mortgage space?
2: And my comment was, I think, sort of a general perception of those that were outside the mortgage industry. So as an outsider coming in 10 years ago, I was thinking, well, gee, I, I think of it as a very traditional industry, not necessarily one that embraced technology. And that was somewhat true when I first came in the door. But there was a hunger to automate and drive the costs out of the manufacture of a loan because we all watched the manufacture of the loan increase year yeah. over year. And that's tied to a lot of people, a lot of eyeballs staring at documents. And now you've got the millennial bubble or you've got this bubble of, of potential borrowers that's bigger than anyone we've ever seen, the biggest bubble ever. And, and they're just not going to transact. In an old model, they are going to be on their iPhones. They're mobile. The loan officers coming into the industry are going to be mobile. So what Simple Nexus focuses on is this technology as an enabler to connect a borrower with their loan officers, with their realtors, all on a device, and now with their settlement agents and the loan officer assistants and the processors, but all on a device that is somebody's primary way to transact their lives. So it's bringing that technology in, but doing it in a very secure environment. So making sure all of the regulatory boxes have been checked, making sure personal information is secure. And that is a complex technology formula to figure out. It is. Lenders shouldn't have to worry about it. They should have to simply say, especially in this upcoming purchase market, how am I going to get the borrower? How am I going to stand out and connect with the potential borrowers because we're going purchase this year? Yeah. So the combination of a lot of good technologists with a lot of good practitioners, we have over a thousand years of mortgage practitioner expertise sitting wow. inside Simple. That's wow. that are saying, no, don't think about it this way, not that way, and translating to the developers that are saying, okay, now I know how to kind of realize
0: this vision. You made a comment about how you have all this experience sitting around the table and you're adding to that experience. You, Simple Nexus, acquired LBAware, Lori Brewer's company. I'm such a fan of Lori and her brilliance and what she's building. They are a firm that has brought forth products such as incentive compensation management, as well as a much valued quarterly loan compensation report. I can understand why anyone would want to want acquire Lori's company, LBA where but what were some of the motivations that you had in doing so?
2: Well, we're already uh, a partner of LBAware, so there were already connections happening between the loan officer using our mobile capabilities, or we're also on the yeah. web, so mobile and web, and connecting into Compensate to see how their compensation was working for a loan, and we just thought we could dial that up enormously by bringing that data right into their device versus sort of uh-huh. linking it, and it's really about bringing as much capability to the LO in their hands as we can. The compensate part was sort of a no-brainer, but the super intriguing thing for us is if you think about about half a trillion dollars, $500 billion of loans are passing through our platform annually. Think of the data and the idea of what we could do with managing and marrying the data we capture with the data Lori has to capture for compensation. She has to touch and look at every loan and what are the analytics we can bring to branch managers to as a production about where they're going to get the most return for their investment and what loan programs and what branches and going after what targets and so on. So we're really excited about the, let's call it mortgage analytics capabilities that we can start to really develop because Gear is a relatively newer platform for Lori.
0: Right. Yeah. Now, I think one of the concerns that may arise and some of the people say Lori was acquired, but they produced this valuable report. Let's just reassure the audience from you, Kathleen, that you are in fact going to continue to report on industry compensation trends. That is something that you'll be continuing to do?
2: Yeah, absolutely. And more. I mean, Lori's idea is just flowing nonstop, but yes, she absolutely. Did. And she will continue to be a presence at industry events. She'll be speaking at our conference. I know we'll talk about that in a few minutes, but she's a thought leader and she's as engaged as ever in continuing to do that work.
0: Well, she, like you, is an excellent leader. Her people love her. And so I think there's just a lot of common ground just from a technology compliment. also how she is going to be able to come alongside you and in a leadership capacity.
1: Kathleen, The pace of innovation at Simple Nexus is extremely impressive. Last year, amidst all the acquisition news and market events, you introduced two new products to the market, Nexus Pay and Nexus Bilingual. Can you tell us about those solutions? Yeah. What's
2: delightful to talk about is earlier, David, you mentioned Matt Hansen had started Simple Nexus, and I had the privilege of coming in to look more at the the go-to-market strategies, and Matt was like... So you mean I can maybe go back and think about some product ideas that I've been noodling on forever. So Matt actually went on point and created this vision of Nexus Bilingual. The idea was there were these huge demographics that lenders were trying to tap into and and couldn't really reach. So we started with what I'll call Spanish Inquiry, the Hispanic Marketplace was being left behind, we felt, when you look at how quickly we were evolving in the mobile world. And I use the word inquiry by design. It is not a full application. Once you trigger the six fields and you've got RESPA concerns, you've got to either stay in that language. So, the idea is just to capture with having sort of Spanish-speaking loan officers being able to engage with Spanish borrowers at an inquiry level and then have the back office take over the rest in English. But Matt Hansen, who does not speak Spanish, actually brought that technology to market. Yes, we worked with some lenders that had some insights for us, and we just turned quickly, as we like to do, to get something to market very quickly. So that's been very exciting. Ben Miller, the co-founder, focuses on large strategic partnerships. These are large organizations like a Progressive, like a Global Payments, that say, if we could get access to the borrower at the point of their loan application, their loan manufacture process, gee, that would be much more exciting to us than trying to after the fact, after the mortgage process is completed, trying to kind of figure things out. The global payments idea is one of, I'll call it sort of integrated finance. The idea that you've got to order credit or you're going to order an appraisal and what happens now? Your lender might say, hey, I'm going to send you an email, click on a link in that email, go to this place, pay us for that appraisal, bring it back. And somebody's saying, I'm not going to click on some link from some email that they don't realize, exactly right. nor should they. So what about integrating that process right into the flow of the application? And so that's, that's what we're doing with global payments. Yeah. I think integrated is a big initiative. We'll see more and more of that.
0: We did do an adequate job of giving Ben and Matt a shout out at the beginning of this because they built so, I mean, the fact that you guys acquired it, you joined them, you saw their vision, they're brilliant. And, but I always admire having started a software company literally in my garage and having it grow into something really significant. I think there's an important step with every entrepreneur is realizing maybe I'm at the end of my rope on ability to continue, continue to bring this to the next level. But their ability to continue to innovate never stops. That is what Mm -hmm. got them to where they are today. So kudos to Ben and Matt for what they've done and then bringing you in. And then obviously Encino saw the value as well. Let's talk about the roadmap and some of the things that you are looking at as challenges that the industry is facing. That simple nexus is going to see as an opportunity. So. What's on the roadmap? What can we yeah, anticipate, no. Kathleen?
2: There aren't going to be these great reveals, right? What we started doing a year ago is saying we are going to take the same approach to the closing process that we have to the point of sale, to the front end. Yeah. And there's so much work to be done there. We're really on a journey. You know, we started with hybrid. Now we've released Ron and Vault and eNotes are coming. So the idea is we're going to continue to put that, single sign-on experience in play. Imagine that the borrower, when they start their application, they're never going to leave that environment. They're going to close on that environment as well. Right. They're going to close in the iPhone or on the web, however they want to do it, through a single sign-on. They're not like, oh, now we're going to close. So now we want you to go over here and talk to these people and go do this. So there's so much work to be done. We're really going to continue to finish all the work that we can in the closing process and have a complete e-close experience. And there are lots of things we're going to be looking at and continue to look at, you know, technologies that allow document management to happen more, facilitate document recognition through OCR and AR. There's a lot of that kind of work. But initially, we still feel we have a lot of work to do on the journey, and we're going to continue to just add pieces into the journey add things into the platform. We have a significant uh, leadership position in Eclose, and we want to continue to deliver on the promise.
0: Every time we're advising a mortgage client about technology acquisition, who to partner with, I tell them it's about the capital, it's about the vision, and it's about the leadership. Encino, Simple Nexus, check all those boxes. I'm really excited about the future and where this is going. Let's talk about your fourth annual user conference. It's at one of my favorite places, a ski resort. The Snowbird in uh, Utah, right? Yeah, right
2: outside Salt Lake City. Actually, yeah. quite easy to get to. A world-class ski resort within uh, 40 minutes of Salt Lake City Airport. Yeah. <laughs> it's amazing. We're having it live and in person Good. this year again. Last year, we went virtual. This year, we're coming back to Snowbird. It'll start on February 28th through the first three days of March. And we're really going to focus on what lenders are going to be challenged with this year. We have Ivy Zellman coming in to talk about housing. And we have Marina Walsh again from MBA, right? And we have folks from Fannie and Freddie and Mismo coming in. The idea is we're really going to create this environment of allowing folks to really hear from thought leadership and understand how that's going to inform their strategies in this upcoming purchase market. But Lots of our lenders are going to speak on panels. It's a great networking event. People come to kind of exchange and reconnect with each other. So we'll have lots of lender panels and, of course, these great thought leaders talking about the the industry. So we're pretty excited.
0: The fact that you got Ivy coming in. I love Ivy. And her thought leadership is just amazing.
2: And going back a little bit to what I was saying about Lori Brewer and the kind of analytics and data we have, available. And imagine spending time with Ivy and saying, okay, what are the kinds of things we can all do together? So we're really excited to kind of bring her right into our conference. Uh, I think we're going to also have Fabio, who we had last year had to make spaghetti. So we're going to have a little fun too, but I think he'll focus on dessert this year. If this works out, I, I hope I'm not letting the cat out of the bag before we've nailed it down, but we're going to do something fun as well.
0: That's exciting. Jack, glad to have you joining in the interview. Any parting comments here as we get ready to wrap this up?
1: Well, David, Kathleen, everything I've heard sounds very exciting. I mean, we're moving into a purchase market and not just for the next 12 months. We're going to be in a purchase-driven market for a minimum of three years. And what I heard that really excited me was is moving so much of what we do to mobile platforms. And I think you hit, Kathleen, the nail right on the head when you were talking about the borrower connecting to the loan officer, connecting to the realtor, and everybody connecting together, working on a platform that resides in a mobile environment. I mean, we've got to get smarter in how to create an optimal client experience for the purchase borrower. And what I've heard today says, you've got that goal right in front of you and you're going to solve it, Kathleen.
2: Yeah. And we'll share some stats at our conference we do every year, but we look at, for example, how many referrals to loan officers come from realtors on the app? Because the app on the mobile phone goes viral. It's a viral app. It's also branded to every lender. So the lenders design their experience for the borrower, but We actually track how often these referrals are coming in, and we know that if a loan officer gets a referral from the realtor through the app, they have something like a 20 to 30% higher probability to close that loan. So these are warm referrals, and this is unique to our platform. No one else does this. And I think a lot of the lenders are saying, look, the actions on the mobile device. So can we keep the loan officers out of the loan origination system, please, and let them interact with the borrowers? And the more that we can sort of let them operate with the borrowers and the realtors and the realtors are tracking hey how's that going wow you guys got this done very quickly you had a great experience i'm going to work with you guys again we all know that that's for these independent mortgage banks that's where a lot of the business comes from we're really kind of on this mission to allow these loan officers to operate anywhere i heard a story from one of our lenders where they were driving in the car and they got a referral on their app. And by the yep. time they Good. got to their destination, they had done the prequal letter done out. They did everything through the app. And the borrower's like, yeah, I'm going to work with you. That's what we're really excited about. And I think this year more than ever, it's going to be important.
0: Especially as you look at the millennial and Gen Z or crowd, the single biggest group of new first-time homebuyers ever ending the market. That's how they've been raised since the day they were born. They've been operating on devices. and. It's mobile. Kathleen, I'm excited about the vision. I'm so excited about what you're doing. I'm excited for your second career in mortgage banking. You bring so much energy and I encourage people to get to know you personally, professionally, and we're looking forward to just working together. Thank you for also becoming a sponsor on our podcast. Very grateful to have you and your contributions throughout this next year. Very excited about it. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, this has been exciting. Say hey, a special thank you to our sponsors Finastra, Lenders One, Accelerate, Mobility MMI, Modex, the MBA, Knowledge Coop, the Mortgage Collaborative, Snapdocs, Success Kit, and Lenders Toolkit. So grateful to have all of these as sponsors. We appreciate you being here. Look forward to having you back here next week. Have a great week, everyone. Thank you. <music>